Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There he is! What's going on, Cavi? Oh my God, you guys have no idea. Really? What, what's I was, going on? I was just listening to you guys on the ESPN LA app. Best app there is. But I was also watching you guys on YouTube simultaneously. Wow, that's you're really devoted. But... The whole time, wow. I had I had my headphones on, thinking that I'm going to be talking down the line to Jorge. I, I really like the way you pronounce that. Thank you. However, you said it with an H. You added the H. Like Bergman. Silent H. Her Bergman, right. Like Hadell. I, Bergie, I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I, I didn't really hear the Hadell. The, there was no the It wasn't Jewish. It was, it was just... It, was, it, was, it just, wasn't a <laughs> no. Somebody named Steve Ramirez, Hadel. who's apparently a sports reporter, Doesn't he's like got me. a blue check mark, uh, yeah. asked... Not for long. Asked, yeah. he's, he's losing that. <laughs> ask this rhetorical question. How dumb is Bergman? Oh, how long do you uh, got? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Pretty stupid. How I'm dumb not really... Hey, I got a... Sedano, I got a question for you. Is yeah. Sedano there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, George, if, if you and I were assigned to cover Nets practice, and they may... I think there's a move they can make here to just confuse the hell out of the media. Make Kyrie and M.A. Udoka available immediately in opposite ends of the gym. So they're going at the same time. Where are we going? Are we more interested in hearing from Udoka or hearing from Kyrie? Uh, I think we've already heard what we're going to hear from Kyrie yeah. at this stage. So I think you go to Udoka. I do too. Yeah, I think because he hasn't done any electronic media since he was suspended by the Celtics. He hasn't done any media other than putting out a statement. Right. So I think that would be fascinating. But that would be the ultimate uh, zigzag, you know, with the media saying, when can we talk to Udoka? When can we talk to Kyrie? Okay, they're both available right now. One guy's on one side of the gym and the other one's on the other. You guys have at it. It, it is the most New York thing to do, right? Like right. just make them make them like pick which one they would want. Uh, although the Knicks actually don't make anyone available uh, at times. So they're right. sad. So. And I, you know, I don't even know what their GM, Leon Rose, sounds like. I've never heard either. his voice. I don't either. I know exactly what he looks like because I've seen him a bunch of times. Yeah. I've never heard him. Yeah. So generally speaking, uh, John is the one that uh, will pull up a sound clip. I'm yeah, gonna... I, let, me, let me just for, for old time's sake. I got something I want to play for you okay, guys. I've okay. Got, I've, favorite part actually, of, of Super I've got something to play for you guys. Okay. Oh. This is uh, Quentin Tarantino on uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show talking about perfect movies. Uh-huh. You uh, you said that there are very few perfect movies, and one of them is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Which surprised me, you know. And what are the other perfect movies? Uh, well, there's not many of them. That's uh, That just bemoans that the fact that, like, you know, the... Film art form is hard. Uh, uh, yeah. And look, when you say perfect movies, you're talking about you know any individual person's aesthetic. Yeah. But right. I, but but even trying to, to account for all aesthetics, even but a perfect movie kind of crosses all aesthetics to one degree or another. Might not be your cup of tea, but there's nothing you can say to bring it down. And uh, I think Jaws fits into that. Mm-hmm. I think The Exorcist mm-hmm. fits into that. I think Annie Hall fits mm-hmm. into that. I think some people could say uh, Young Frankenstein 
fits into that. I would say that. that. Yeah, 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 I can understand that. I can understand thinking that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I could say The Wild Bunch fits into that. All right, and that's not even not a perfect movie. That's not perfect. That its imperfections are part of its glory. All right, all right. so. What? It's, I'm the guy that played the sound, and it wasn't really that good. I'm going to be honest. I mean, it was actually like it was Conan. You said that was talking to him. That was uh, Kimmel. Oh, Kimmel. Yeah, and so, I love both of those guys. And I thought there was a stupid conversation, but all right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I mean, come on, perfect. Like, what is perfect? What is perfect? Well, yeah. it's, a, it's in the. He said it's very subjective. It's in the eye of the beholder. To you, what's a perfect movie? What's the perfect movie? Are you guys asking me what the perfect movie is? I, we're having a conversation. I'm talking to you, and I asked you a question, <laughs> and then I'm, just, I'm so wanting so an so answer you're back. asking me. You're Correct, asking I'm me asking what the perfect you. movie is? Yes, you love Boat. All right, here it goes. You ready? Yeah. He's not a movie guy, though. No, 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 no. I'm going deep, George. I'm deep. going deep into, deep into my archives here. Yeah. Okay. What was it? Uh, Young Frankenstein Young got Frankenstein, a round of applause, very right? Very funny. Guys... Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm. Originally supposed to be a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. And it was so funny when they realized what they had. I talked to Stu Nahan, who's in that movie once. He's Stu's no longer with yeah, us. Yeah, Stu was a great guy. Where'd you get this jacket? Yeah, uh, I got that from the network. Uh, Jeff, but Jeff. The, um, Nahan said he got paid almost nothing to do it because it was a made-for-TV right. movie. And then when it became a big hit movie and started getting picked up by networks, he started getting residuals and made a little back-end cash. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that movie, you're... Cappy, that's, that's a great call. Pretty close. The, the, when you were saying perfect movie, the, the movie that popped into my head was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So good. The ending is the best. Yeah. I, the I, best, I, that, one that of movie, the great endings of all time. Do you guys know that movie? It's a little... little Earl before, before your time. time. Yeah, before yeah. your time. It's a classic though. It was bef- I, I think there's Honestly, a lot of Sedano, really it was before movies. my time too. It was nineteen sixty eight. So Yeah. Um there's a lot of good movies that I think are like, you know, in that category of like, man, you watch them and they're pretty damn spot on. I think Tarantino's got one of them, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Uh, I, Ireland I hates Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I'm the, I'm in the minority. He there. doesn't understand it. It's I too complex for him. But to be honest, it's not even my favorite Tarantino movie. My favorite Tarantino movie is Kill Bill Volume One. It's fantastic. Yeah, with Uma Thurman. With Uma Thurman. Jackie Brown. Jackie, Jackie Brown's Brown. very good, yeah. too. Is yeah. super underrated in the canon of uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. But if we're doing, like, The Matrix, the original one, I would say was pretty Agreed. Damned, Fantastic. You know, uh, Wachowski people. H- Home Alone. I, if you're looking for, like, Christmas, goofy, kid stuff, comedy, like, the perfect mixture of, like, it's perfect for everyone. That's a that's in that category. Jingle all, all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a good one too. Which one? No, wait a minute. Jingle all the way. I love that movie. That's my favorite. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a yes. perfect that movie in your opinion. Yes. It's a good that Christmas movie. Ridiculous. File yeah. that away with Bergman. With Bergman's claim that the scariest movie <laughs> with, ever is Ernest Scared with Arnold Schwarzenegger. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> What's yes. the be- like the best rom com to me ever is when Harry met Sally. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah. For me, it's, and again, this is before my time, What's Up, Doc? If you've ever seen What's Up, Doc? No. Ryan O'Neill. Ryan right. O'Neill and Barbara Streisand, really, really funny. And Madeline Kahn, who is unbelievably funny. Uh, but yeah, I, a lot of, see, I went to, uh, <laughs> people laugh at this. I, I majored in pop culture. Uh, Shock. Bowling what do you Green's, mean you majored in pop culture? Bowling Green State University had a college of pop culture. You're kidding. And you could get a BLS, a Bachelor of Liberal Studies. I think you could eliminate the L and just make it BS. Uh, <laughs> a Bachelor of Liberal Studies. That was my degree was in pop culture. So For real? I, you know, 100% Cap, real. You know, there are schools now, I, at least five, 
that offer scholarships and degrees in gaming. Sure. Oh, yeah. Video gaming. That's a yep. thing. Yeah. You can major in video games. Cappy, well, you know, what did you major in? Uh, what do you think? Mm. You did what I did. You majored in history because you could get through it quicker. I will say uh, <laughs> liberal arts. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think I'm, I'm well, I know. I majored in English um, because I thought I was going to go to law school. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I object. Yeah. Love boat in the courtroom. I could see right. Cap being a lawyer. Trial lawyer. Yeah, oh, of course trial lawyer. I mean, it's all about performance, right? It is. And so instead of going into the law and being in a courtroom, I decided to you know, take these you know, minimal talents to radio. That is your game. Mm-hmm. S- Shadana, what about you? Uh, just communications, yeah. Just, just communications. Nothing yeah. exciting, huh? Just, yeah. no. just communications. No. Do you learn a lot in college? Not really. Yeah, I didn't. Even, you know, here's the thing about college. <laughs> yeah. It's like you you really. almost have to do it. Like it's the bar is there where if you get your degree, you, you're a certain level of income. And if you don't, you're a certain leveling. The truth is college is not for everybody. Facts. I would agree. Facts. Yeah. And I think less so now more than ever before. Yeah. I'd although d- although I will tell you guys, like my son, for example, He's not cut out for school. He's never been cut out for school. The only reason this kid is even in school is because he plays ball. It's kind of like playing travel ball for a 22-year-old, you know? Right. Um, but I keep saying to him, just get the degree and check the box. Yes. So that when you get out of school and somebody says to you, where did you go to college? What did you major in? What year did you graduate? You have those answers. And not everybody needs those answers. But in this kid, I'm like, dude. I don't care what you major in. I don't care where you go to school. Just freaking graduate from college, yep. and then you'll figure out what you want to do with your life. Yeah, exactly. And and party a lot. You know, that's what I, I always tell, um, you know, you should enjoy that, man, because that I got so drunk in college so often. And it well, was- I always tell people the best <laughs> tip I ever got yeah. going through college was uh, one of my mentors, older guy in the fraternity, said, I'm going to tell you something. Don't ever forget it. I said, what? He said, don't let school interfere with your education. Nice. You will have opportunities to do things while you're in college that are way more important and frankly more fun than going to class. Don't be the guy who never misses a class. Hey, guys, uh, can I ask you a quick question? Oh, sure. Uh, And this is kind of this is where uh, if Mace were doing this, this would be the base. Do you want to play here? You want to do this? Yeah. Thank you. Are you guys watching us on YouTube right now? No, mm, no, I gotta put. I gotta so put wait, us so, on. So wait, none of the three of you guys have our YouTube channel up right now while we're on. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You know I mean, the I live because ch- I, I I I have to have it because the we're, live I'm chat is very fun. I know, and there is a live chat that goes along with it yeah. that is actually very funny, and, and it's fun, and so it's faster than Twitter. Because on Twitter, you know, like people are replying and responding to the things they're hearing on the radio in, on real, the live in chat, real time, right? Yeah, and on the live chat, this is happening. This is instant feedback, Steve Mason. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's uh, I'm reading the lines there right now. ESPN LA censoring Sedano hate. Ha ha. I think they're just trying to stir things up. By the way, I got a couple of those, Sedano. And on Twitter, I sent a tweet about LAFC and I sent a tweet about uh uh, I sent a tweet about the Rams, and everybody's like, well, you have to do that. You're required to do that. That's <laughs> part of your job. No, I, I tweet what the hell I want. I don't. Yeah, nobody no, tells us. Nobody says, go tweet yeah. this. I just tweet what I want to tweet. Yeah. We don't get any interference from bosses. Uh, except Boss Amanda. We get a lot of guidance and a lot of coaching and all that stuff from Boss Amanda. 
But wait, you're saying that somebody said that the reason you tweeted about the Rams and LAFC is because you are required to do so? Yes, that's what they're saying. But think yeah, about it. Mind. Think about LAFC's in the championship, so like you want to give those guys as much love as you can. Yeah, I shouted I them out on my Instagram. They sent me a cool little gift, a scarf. With that's these, that's what I got. Right. Yeah, yeah. So did yeah. you hear? So a lot of people do the video where you're opening the box and see mm-hmm. what's inside. So I did that. No, with, I didn't do that. I, I did that with LAFC, and I put it on uh, social last night. And I immediately started getting text uh, or uh, messages on Twitter. You know, your address is right there on the box. Oh, and sure my enough, God. there was my address. Well, you got to be a little careful. I told this story early in the show, guys. When we're on YouTube, like we are now, I used to have my phone number written on the ID tag on my backpack. Mm-hmm. And one day during the show, my phone started ringing. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's ringing a lot. And I never answer it during the show. <laughs> Show's over. It's like, hey, your number's on your backpack. I just wanted to see if this was really your number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's you got to be aware of when you're on and when you're not. Interesting. Dentalyn Turhill tweets, surprise Ma- or, uh, on Instagram, or on, I guess on YouTube, uh, surprise Mason in Ireland didn't mention the Godfather movies is perfect. Pretty close. Yeah, that's real close. I'm just real looking close. at my... I got the same box you guys all got, and I also put... I opened it up on Instagram as well. Boy, we're just like... I mean, we are really creative. I'll tell you what. I The thing about the YouTube channel, I look really good. <laughs> Don't you think I look really good? I, think you should I put, mean, I guess, if you think so. Yeah. I think I look really good, too, because my microphone is completely blocking out my face, so less of my face is making me look really really good i just i of the four of us shadano you appear to be are you in your house i'm in my yeah my house slash home office okay and so you've got a backdrop do you have a backdrop in your house that says espn la i had this from when um the pandemic was happening so we were doing shows for a little while we were doing a lot of stuff from home um so i was doing like videos and stuff so i I one of the I guess one of the last days we were in there I grabbed it for some reason it was for like some remote thing or something right. that we were going to do and I had one in my car and I te- and I text Tommy at the time I was like yo can I just keep this at my house and he's like yeah just whatever do whatever you want with it so it's been here the whole time since yeah you've got the best position I think they're screwing us over with the angles to be honest well, what do you think you. of me Mace you look fine you're talking directly to the camera we're off to the side and we look stupid yeah well you know what you guys look like well look um, at the camera well, no, no, the, you guys look like the cameras are on you and you're doing a radio show right. and you're not playing to the cameras. Correct. Right. We, George, we, This is, is looking, the first time. We, George is definitely, he knows he's on YouTube. Well, he's doing a good job of, of looking right into the camera. He's a pr- seasoned TV professional. He's a, he's a pro. Right. That's the thing about Sonata. And, he's and a pro. And me, I'm, I'm in my home podcasting studio. Yeah, but I got to point out, you actually have... Your yep. name and lights. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He, he does have his name and lights. It says Scott Kaplan show. Oh, Scott Kaplan Scott crew. Kaplan right. and crew. Yes. Right. And it has the name Scott of my on top. Just in right. case you were thinking like it was Emily Kaplan and crew. No, it's me. It's yeah. me. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's that's as Georgie likes to call it the Cappy Cast. The Cappy Cast. The Cappy Cast. Right. Yeah. So this is where I. This is where I do the Cappy. And cast. that's where you hawk t-shirts, right? And, yes. And this sign that's <laughs> He's behind slinging me. Slinging t-shirts for everybody right. there. <laughs> the sign that's behind me. I didn't really want to move. Now there's another sign that's usually over my other shoulder. Yep. That is yeah. a sponsor of the podcast. That's not a sponsor of the radio show. Okay. So, so I you got consideration for sure. the radio station. I took it down. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you? Are you guys surprised? By the way, Jacob Amrani was just here. Uh, we were oh. talking about LAFC. Mm-hmm. And the get-in price for the yeah, game on Saturday is four hundred bucks. On, oh, on the secondary market? secondary market, four hundred bucks. See, because I looked it up the other day, and now granted, I don't know if tickets have tickets gone on sale yet. 
Oh, yeah. Officially? Tickets, tickets have gone on sale. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw it originally before tickets went on sale. Like, the get-in was $970 at Jeez. that point. On, on uh, StubHub, you can get in for 400 bucks, But... I mean, that's probably not that there's a bad seat in the house. It's no. a great place to see a game. And, it really is. And to be I, part I, of I it. I have sat all over the place in there just to like see the aesthetics from everywhere. Because, you know, when people tell you there's not a bad seat in the house, you're like, yeah, OK, sure. And then I literally did the tour one day when I was there and I was like watching the match. I started kind of walking around the, the stadium. It really isn't like even the top level. You you feel very oh, yeah. close. Hey, I. Uh, I, I, this, I wasn't going to do this, but uh, Bergman and I are going to the USC UCLA yeah, game. I'm anybody, going. anybody with there. us? You going, going, Cappy? Yeah, I'm going. Do you oh, no, come? I can't. You I'm can't. doing Oregon Utah that day. Uh, so, Cappy, do you want to sit with us and all that? Um, I will sit with you guys for some portion of the game. Where else just, are you going to be? Yes, Cappy. Say yes. He's got bigger names on the who, other line. Who are you watching? The, you're going to go there and you're going to sit and watch a game with somebody other than us. I'm going to the game. Um, to uh, to do some networking, if you will, he's got people to see, things to do. Mean? I'm going up to money uh, to money to. You're going make. to the press box and to suites and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to the suites. I'm oh, a sweet hopper. Fancy nice. people. I'm a sweet hopper. Not a Don't blame me, Cap. That's, more power to you. That is him. He you doesn't are, want to hobnob with the regular folks. Not no, a man I do. Of the I just don't want to do it for the whole game. Now I've made a commitment. So you, what you, here's what you, you're going to call Boney and you want to get in his suite at the Rose Bowl. Don't need to call Boney and ask to get into his suite. I was an invited guest into oh, there Boney's you go. Get out of here. Mike yeah. Bone invited you to watch the game in his box. So Cappy uh, and Boney are tight. They go yeah, way so back. It's wow. Me. It's Rachel, my, my 16-year-old daughter. Um, and another couple of friends of mine and their kids. So the six of us are all crashing Boney's suite. Wow. Well, good for you. Well, we're going to be with the regular people. By That's the way, I'll I, come down for a little I, while. Wow. Did, wow. did you also, is it true you also asked for like 27,000 tickets for the, even though there's only a 20,000 seat stadium at the LAFC to try to go to that game? Too? I did. I am trying to get into that game. <laughs> I am. Try- I'm seriously trying to get into the game. Mace, you want my ticket? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to go to the the LAFC game and then to the USC game. You have to. That's a want, that's a great I, double. I'm going to the what? SC game Saturday night. I want to do both. Wait a minute. Yeah. What, what time are the games? Uh, the, One and seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty. There's a lot of time in between. Okay. Um, so you can definitely do both. But yeah, yeah I will take your ticket in between. Be- it's actually perfect. Yeah, it's pr- it is. Because okay, Captain. Is I I feel a little like strange. Showing up to the LAFC championship game when, if I'm being honest, I haven't been to any games at all ever yet. I've only uh, been to. You've never been to a game there. Not been to one yet. And you, so, the like, first so one would be the right. MLS championship. I mean, one, cool. so that's, that's a pretty good cool. one to go to. Yeah, is it say. a good? Is it or is it like? Oh, come on, man! You, you're not like on the bandwagon. You haven't been, you know, following the team. Well, but have you player. actually had an opportunity to go to a game and you were like, oh, no, I'm not going to go? This has given us opportunities to go. I just, for whatever reason, schedule-wise, it's never worked for me. Yeah, for me, it's just... So you've got a ticket and you don't know if you're going to use it? Well, that's what I was told this morning. Okay, I'm in. Like a single ticket. A single ticket. I'm in. I'm in. If I, I tell you who I'm, who I'm supposed to be going with, though, that might change your mind. You mean I'll be sitting next to this person? You will be with them for the day. Who is it? Who is it? You guys really want me to tell you? Yeah, yes. probably Morales, I think. Ooh. Save it for the next show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, who again. is it? Who Good is it? Tease. Good tease. Uh, Sedano just mentioned it. Morales? Morales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to sit next to Morales for a whole game. Oh, I mean, you could always just tell him you lost he'll a friend. Never sh- texting he'll him. never yeah, shut up. Yeah, that's true. You could just say you've <laughs> lost a friend. You don't even have Morales to text him. Talks so- yeah, I'll, I'll take the ticket. I'll go with Morales.
Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if Morales still has the ticket. Let me check. Wow. All right, that's it for us. All uh, right. We we are back tomorrow, one o'clock. Mesa and Ireland. Don't forget Supercross Talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Lots of stupidity coming up next for you. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, 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 come on. Boom, bam, bam, bam. Ding, da, doop. Bing, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see us actually playing the air bass. I jam. Well, you playing the air bass. I'm eating popcorn. Did you see USC is number nine, Cappy? In the college football playoff ranking or whatever yeah, that just I came am, out today? I the am first looking one. at this, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm kind of surprised that Utah, check me, is two spots ahead? You got that? Two spots ahead? I'm looking at the college football power index. Am I looking at something different than you're looking no, at? No, you're looking at something different. Yeah. yeah. All right, then no, I haven't. To answer your question, no. It's on your TV right now, actually. Uh, let's see here. Tennessee. Uh, Joey Galloway. That's what I'm looking at right now on TV. Are you watching yeah, on the ESPN? right side? They have the rankings. Oh, all right. Illinois They're is just 16. Be scrolling. Yeah. North Carolina is 17. Syracuse is 20. Tulane. Hey, that's where my daughter goes to school. 19. Are they really? Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? Like she goes to school there and she even works for the football team. And I'm like barely, barely engaged. I was at some friend's house last night for Halloween their kids both go to TCU, and you would think that this guy is the head coach of the TCU football team. That's how into TCU football my friends are. Good for them. They're 8-0 or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, the way he kind of justifies it, he's like, look, dude, I'm spending 100 grand a year there. I might as well get into the football team. I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. I got that. Yeah, they're number seven. They're 8-0. No. Oregon is 8. USC is 9. LSU is 10. Alabama is number six at the moment. Did I see Tennessee's one? Yeah, man. Wow. I mean, they have the best win in college football this year. They beat Alabama. Yeah, that's true. Tennessee 1, Ohio State 2, Georgia 3. Now, Tennessee and Georgia play this weekend, don't they? They do. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a game. Yeah, if Georgia loses that game, they might be they might be out, which is kind of crazy. All right. Because just, they don't they will not they will have lost the SEC East. That means that they will not play in the SEC Championship game unless Tennessee loses somewhere. So there's but SC USC at nine. USC's yeah. USC, UCLA, mm -hmm. uh, Utah and Oregon 
Oregon is eight, USC is nine, UCLA is 12, and Utah is 14. Those are the four teams uh, in the Pac-12. And all that will get resolved that day that you were just discussing at, uh, when USC plays UCLA, barring an upset beforehand, obviously. But if both of all four teams come in exactly the same at this stage, that Utah-Oregon game and UCLA-USC game will determine the top two, more than likely, in the Pac-12. Let me tell you, man, for as great as it is for the Pac-12 to have four teams even in this college football playoff rankings top 25. It's never happened, I don't think. I I can't remember the last time where four Pac-12 teams have gotten this sort of national notoriety. Oregon, you expected it going into the season. Utah as well. USC, I mean, I'm not surprised, and this was certainly my expectation that they would be competing right away. But the story of all four, The Cinderella story of all four of them is that UCLA, very, very quietly, George, has worked their way into the national conversation, not just because they're attached at the hip with USC and leaving for the Big Ten, Mm -hmm. but because they're actually now legit, at least this season. Yeah. That's cool. They're good. Good for UCLA. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't go firing coaches right away. Give a guy a little bit of time to breathe. I agree. People were going nuts last year when I said, you know, keep Chip Kelly. And they're like, what are you talking about? And it's like, dude, you're UCLA. Relax. Well, you keep going through coaches. Yeah, Yeah. right. You just keep going through them. You know, and it's Rick Neuheisel and it's Carl Durrell and it's Jim Mora Jr. And I'm sure there's a million other names that I've not brought up here recently. By the way, uh, I mean, look at the Raiders. Mark Davis said he gave uh, Josh McDaniel the voted, uh, you know, vote of confidence or whatever. You should give him the vote of confidence. There's another guy. Just let the coach coach. Even if we all don't think he's very good right now, just let him coach and get out of his way and consider changing your quarterback after all these years. Well, it, that's not his decision to make either. You know what I mean? Like, that's the coach's decision and the GM's decision. Oh, really? Yeah, if I'm an owner, I'm not trying to act like I know more than the football guys. Would oh, you? Well, yeah, you well, would. Yeah. We know well, but that, a lot of well, but in in my particular case, George. Oh my God, you would be one of the most challenging owners to work for. I feel like in a lot of ways. But but that's only because I'm probably the smartest football guy in the room. Right. Like if me and Bill Belichick are in the room and I tell Bill what I think he should do, he'd probably be pretty smart to listen to what I say. Lindsay, how challenging do you think Cappy would be if he was like the owner of a football, an NFL team? I think would he be, be like Jerry Jones? Like, who would he be? Mm, I don't think you'd be like Jerry Jones whatsoever. You don't think he'd be trying to run the draft? No, no. I feel like Rachel would be running the draft. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, that would be now. That would be making very good, visual. Lindsay. Baseball, It'd be very like good. D Haslam kind of runs the Browns, I guess these days. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, all Clay these Moore. owners, man, they all think they know more than everybody. Yeah, you know? only because they're billionaires, but not because they actually know anything about football, though. Well, I mean, some guys think they do. Maybe they do. I mean, Jerry Jones played football in college. I mean, in He's Arkansas, the team for like 1960, years. for God's sake. So what? So who cares, man? Guy you don't think football player. has changed in 50, 60 years? I don't know. They still use that brown pigskin kind of thing, right? They've, yeah. they've certainly... Right. You know, gotten better at equipment. I mean, the face masks have changed. You know, the yeah. leather has turned into plastic, etc. Laura, and, if, if if Cappy was an owner of a professional sports franchise, would he? You he would absolutely be trying to get up in the videos, like uh, you know, like they used to say back in the day, all up in the videos. Oh yeah, you he'll want, be all up in the smoke. 
Yeah, all, mm-hmm. get, you don't want a producer to get up all in the videos and come to death row. That mm-hmm. They would be talk, talking about you, Cappy. You'd be the producer getting all up in the videos. Well, I, listen, again, I just want to say this. If I owned a football team, I would definitely share my opinions with the football people that I hire to do the job. But if a tough decision, an executive decision, has to be made, George, I'm willing to make that call. I'm willing to make that call. It's a and tough you'd be call, but you got to make that, that call in that scenario. Yeah, listen, here's me. Hey, um, hey, hey, Josh, because now I'm Mark Davis right now. Right. Or check that. I'm me, and I own the Raiders. Okay, you own the Raiders. You're right. Cappy. Right. Hey, Josh. Mr. Cappy. Right. Hey, Josh. Listen, here's the thing. Um, I bought the team, and you were already the coach. So I'm just going to leave you for a while, okay? But here's the thing. Uh, this quarterback right here, he ain't very good. Mm-hmm. He's had five different head coaches, seven or eight different offensive coordinators. We've had this guy as our starter for 10-plus years. We've been to one playoff game. I'm telling you right now, we're done with this guy. So um, figure out who our next quarterback is. That's what I'd be doing if I owned the Raiders. What kind of owner do you think you would be? Oh, I would be the one that I'd want to. I'd want to be in the room to hear all of it. But at the end of the day, I'm hiring people to make the right decisions. Like that, I'm tr- I'm entrusting them to make the decisions. If they're people I've vetted, and all the people I've vetted through believe this is the person to make those decisions, whoever's got that final say is getting that final say. That's it. They're only coming to me about like checkbook stuff. Okay, got it. Uh, speaking of checkbooks, uh, quick question here. Um, are we all going to jump back into the lottery? What's it going to be on Wednesday? Because yesterday we were talking about a $1. billion. 1.2 billion, yeah. 1.2 bill. Wednesday's yeah. drawing is 1.2 bill. Mm-hmm. And today is Tuesday. Correct. So that means you should buy your tickets today because you know you're going to forget tomorrow. Okay, so I got to go somewhere to buy lottery tickets for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go to like a little mom and pop liquor store. That's okay. where I'm going to go. All right. As opposed to like a gas station? Or like a name brand, like a 7-Eleven or a Valero or an AMPM. I'm, I'm going to a mom and pop owned liquor store and buying my tickets. Hmm. Why? Why is that? I, I, mean, I feel like that gives me a better chance. Does it not? No. No. I don't no. think so. I had to no. actually, I had this combo earlier today. Well, Mason in Ireland originally thought that the more people that buy the tickets, the less chance you have of winning, which is not the case because no. the six numbers are drawn regardless of how many people. So I just feel like I'm just curious as to why you think you have a better chance based on where you go buy your tickets. I feel like um, if I'm in a like very rich neighborhood, and uh, I walked so into a someone in store? Beverly Hills would if you bought a ticket in Beverly Hills, you'd never win the lottery. That's what, what I think. I don't know if I'm you right. You think that That's the, the think. random lottery number picker machine cares about where you live? No, not where I live, but perhaps where I bought the ticket. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let, let's discuss this a little further on the other side because I do want to. I'd love to kind of hear your logic to this because it sounds ridiculous, um, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. But also. I, today was the trade deadline in the NFL, and there was a lot of activity, and then there was also a lot of inactivity by certain teams. We'll get to that next. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Did Chris just do the cat thing that we were talking about yesterday again? No, I I think he did Lindsay doing the cat thing. I think it's a drop, but yes. Good song. Lindsay, can you you reproduce the sound when cats have sex? It's not when cats have sex. It was. We should just say when cats make love. When my cat was in heat. For the parents in the car, they don't want to turn it down. It was. It was my my cat's like mating call because it was when my cat was in heat. Wait, why did? Are you talking to me about really why? The word sex is so bad. Well, I'm just. I I don't have an issue with it. it I think we're very puritanical, but there are people in the car with little kids who probably don't don't maybe not don't want that particular word. So we could just say making love or getting it on or whatever. Is that too much to ask of you, mommy? Mommy, what does getting it on mean? Sedano just said on the radio, making love. Mommy, what does that mean? Animals don't make love. It sticks out way less than the word than the word sex. I mean, but I don't care. Do you? When cats color, (laughs) when cats color, people they're coloring. (laughs) I'm just trying to look out for the parents out there. Uh, I know you don't care because your kids are all grown, but I know there are people that listen to the show who have little kids. Mm. You still don't get uncomfortable like talking about that in front of your kids, even though they're grown? Because I still I feel uncomfortable. Oh, I feel like Cappy has no issues being uncomfortable at all doing anything in front of his kids at this stage. The problem is, is that like my son, for example, like I'll I'll ask him about girls and like, you know, um, getting down is I think the phrase you prefer, George. I ask him about it and he's like, no, dude, don't even ask. I'm not telling good you Good for anything. him. He doesn't yeah. need to tell you Yeah, that. good for him. You're already tracking his ass. I know. You're probably like, well, according to my mm, app, no, no, your heart no. rate was up 2,000% no. earlier. What were yeah. you doing? You ready for we, this? Were, you were at like a, at uh, Alyssa's house or something yeah. or a random yeah. and, check, whatever. And your, and your battery life was only at 4%. Charge your phone, dog. Uh, yeah. No, truth is he turned off his locations. Good for him. Good for him. See? See, no, you're only tracking the girls. He huh? must have been listening. No, actually, my daughter, Jillian... She turned off the locations too. Good, good. For them. No, she's turning them back on. <laughs> she definitely turning them back on. When she says I'm not, I'm gonna be like, okay, then pay your own rent. How about that? Oh, look How's at that? that. How's that? Is that leverage? I mean, it kind of is. That is a leverage situation. Are you George telling Sedano. Justin the same thing? Yeah, I am. Oh, Turn okay. them on, Jack. Good. Or pay your own rent. Good. Um, so, Cappy, to answer your question about lottery tickets, yeah. uh, according to a study um, done here, I'm seeing this on ABC News, if you ever thought that where you bought a lottery ticket would make a difference whether you'd win or lose, it's time to rethink your lottery, lottery strategy. <laughs> no matter where you play the lottery, the odds of winning are the same. It's all random. <laughs> it's all luck. Um, and um, actually, someone in the community, uh, Dead Meow 5, actually brought up the best point. Mm-hmm. I think the reason affluent areas rarely have lotto winners like Beverly Hills is because uh, there's almost no convenience stores, and uh, rich people ain't really buying lotto tickets. They got money, which is also fair. That, that's true. Rich people don't gamble. No, I don't yeah. know about that. 
I'm not so sure. Um, look, no, no, they I'm gamble, but they're not buying lottery tickets. I don't know why it is, but in my mind, I feel like if I go to a mom-and-pop-owned liquor store versus three doors down to a convenience store that's branded 7-Eleven or whatever, I feel like I have a better chance at the mom-and-pop store. And more, I do believe that when the lottery ticket is won, the person who sells it is actually also entitled to a uh, share. Uh, by the way, I shake right, their they, hand if the per- right, right away. If, if they get a right, any prize that's claimed um, at like it's let's say you buy a ticket at a mom and pop store, they get a they also get a, a not a percentage of the winnings, but a, a, a they get some winnings as well. But yes. what I do, George, is I give a handshake. I give a bro handshake, and I'm mm-hmm. like, my man, or if it's a woman, my girl. Listen, I will be back after I win. And I'm taking care of you because you sold me this ticket. So I right. touch that person. Yeah. Okay. You love to touch. I do. I'm a touchy feely kind of person. Yeah. Even though I use antibacterial after I touch people. <laughs> so anyway, so you, so you, that, that's where you're going to buy the mom and pop. But now, now you've you've kind of you flipped the the narrative a little bit. How so? Well, now you're only buying it because you know they'll they'll win something potentially. But well, that's you were a nice saying, thing. You thought it increased your chances early. I did, and and so everybody has their own strategy when it comes to buying lottery tickets. Yeah, uh, Laura, do you have a strategy that you employ when buying lottery tickets? I usually don't buy lotto tickets because I suck. But this one's over a billion. So what we're doing is I'm buying some in LA. The booze buying some in the OC, and my mom has like the San Gabriel IE area. Yeah. Okay. So you hear that, Laura and her family. They're they spreading it across the city. Southern I mean, it California. Doesn't really work, but you know, right? It but makes they've us got think. right. But they've got IE. They've got LA. They've got OC and uh, AV. My friend is in it too. Okay. All right. And, and George, are you going to be buying tickets for tomorrow's lottery? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll probably just. Buy, I'm going to be in Oregon tomorrow, so probably in somewhere in Portland. Ah, yeah. so see, you you would either you think there's a better chance in Oregon than you do in Southern or, California? Or no, it's because I literally have to leave right after the show to go straight to the airport. This is and tonight. I probably don't have. T- well, I'm flying tonight. Okay. Um. So I don't probably have. I probably don't have a lot of time to stop if I want to make the flight. You think you had a better chance of buying from a small place in Oregon than you do in in, in L.A.? I I don't know. Cap, it, okay. I, I I was in Oregon over the summer, and it was a pretty big prize back then, and I didn't mm-hmm. win then either. So. Oh, so you've bought lottery tickets in Oregon before? I over the summer when I yeah. was there, it was one of the last time it was a really big prize like this, and I didn't win there either. So right, you're not going to really matter. You're not going to win, Lindsay. You you getting in on this or not? Yeah, I'll buy tickets. Okay, where are you buying them at? Probably just a gas station near my house. Okay, you All know right. the the odds of winning are one in two hundred ninety two million, no matter. How many tickets are bought, no matter where you buy your ticket, no matter how many tickets you buy, it doesn't mm-hmm. change your odds. Okay. 192 million is my 292 chance. 292 million. So I'm one in 292. Uh-huh. Million. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. I'm going to win it. It's better than the Mega Millions. Those are about one in 302 million. George, you know how I'm going to win? How are you going to win, Kathy? I'm, I'm manifesting it. So you're like you're the power of belief is what you're saying, right? I'm I'm currently in a mode where I'm putting it out into the universe mm-hmm. that I believe mm-hmm. that I'm truly going to win the one billion plus dollar 
lottery. You know, Cappy, mm-hmm. there's something to that because my friends that go to Vegas with me all the time always think it's crazy how I, I win so much. And I say, you got to go to the slot machine and like manifest it and picture your, close your eyes and like picture yourself with the bonuses and picture yourself winning. And they all think I'm crazy, but none of them ever walk away with the money that I do. Right. So you got to believe, you got to yeah, see it I to really believe, believe that. I really now, honestly do. Now there's a guy in our YouTube live chat right now that mm-hmm. says, Cap, your daughter in Idaho should go get tickets. Jesse, that is a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to call my daughter in Idaho, and I'm going to call my daughter in New Orleans, Yeah, and I'm going to call my son in little teeny tiny town, West Virginia, and I'm going to tell them all to go buy $20 worth of lottery tickets right. because I think I'm more likely to win the lottery from a truck stop in Wheeling, West Virginia than I do from a, uh, a 7-Eleven in downtown L.A. I truly, I truly believe that. I'm I mean, gonna it's win, possible. George. I'm, I'm not. Gonna win. I'm, I, I, I hope you do. I told you if I would have won in Arizona, I would have shown up to work. You would have never known because it was anonymous. Was Idaho on that anonymous list? Was Louisiana? Uh, hold on, let me look. Again. Was Louisiana on that list? Was uh, uh, you know what? Well, while I looked that up, you know who was anonymous today in the uh, tra- at the trade deadline? The Rams. Yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. Didn't make a move. Everybody's looking at the Rams thinking, you guys are the ones that have made the trade deadline vogue and relevant. Fact right. of the matter F is... them picks. Right. Yeah. Fact is, is our whole lives, seriously, without exaggeration, the yeah. trade deadline in the NFL meant nothing. Mm-hmm. In baseball, everybody sits on pins and needles. Well, who's going right. to get traded to where? Even the it, NBA, every once in a while, there's a good right, one. Right, right. Yeah. But, but in the NFL... There is nobody going, ooh, big trades are coming. And then the Rams showed up. Right. And then the Rams made all these moves, made all these trades, and won a Super Bowl. So the trade deadline has become a vogue sort of a thing now. Right. It's en vogue. Correct. Yeah. So you thought that as teams were making moves, like to me, the Miami Dolphins going and getting this linebacker, Chubb, from Denver. Yeah, the pass rusher. Yeah. Right. Miami thinks they're a pass rusher away from making a run. Or maybe they're two or three years away, but they'll be able to sign this guy, they think. Because he's 26 years old, right. Right, and he'll be you know, the kind of the, the cornerstone guy of their defense, or one of them. They think they got a quarterback now. They know mm-hmm. that they've got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Miami mm-hmm. made a move today to get themselves better. Mm-hmm. Denver made a move to prepare for the future. Right. The Rams didn't do anything. They did nothing. I actually thought the Rams might go out on a limb today and go find an offensive lineman that could be like their guy going forward, like the star of their O-line. Didn't do that. Missed out on that Christian McCaffrey thing. We can change a go. I didn't think that was a good idea, but after what I saw this past no, weekend. No, it was so a good stadium, idea. It was yeah. a damn good idea. I don't know why you didn't think that was a good idea. I kept telling you, this dude, he's a safety valve. They have nobody that can block, and he's super elusive and can catch the ball pretty much anywhere, you know, whether it's in, out of the backfield, um, you know, just a little slip sc- screen pass to him. You know, he can catch it over the middle. He can catch a ball down the field. Like, he's good, man. Like, he's really talented. And now you see it again when he's on a team that, I don't know, is also really talented. Right. Well, I think that... Uh you said it. They don't have an offensive line, so I thought to myself, without an offensive line, why do you need a premier running back? Well, you, you thought of just the running back part of it is the problem. Well, I'll tell you what. He, he looks so good this past Sunday against the Rams uh, with you know San Francisco, no Debo Samuel, who now can go back to playing the position he really wants to play, which is wide receiver, and he don't want to take that wear and tear on his body as a running back. Right. And so without him, 
We saw what the Niners did to the Rams. That's why I thought the Rams would do something today. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if the Rams are behind closed doors looking at each other going, hey, guys, we won the Super Bowl last year. Percentages say we're not likely going to win it again this year. So right. there's really not a move we can make that changes that necessarily. Yeah. Right. So let's not do anything. Okay. I wonder if that's what they're thinking. I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that they there probably wasn't a guy that they could get that would make enough of an impact. Like I'm sure they would have loved to have had Bradley Chubb, much like they got Von Miller last year, but they didn't have the they didn't have a first round pick to give up. Yeah, there was one story though about them trying to give up picks in years into the future. This sounds like we're talking about the Lakers, by the way. You know, doesn't it? Like Team that was good at one time, won a championship. Well, no, they have very similar trajectories. They yeah. both went all in for championships, and now they find themselves in a really tough situation. Yeah, but there was a story I read earlier today about how the Rams were trying to get this defensive end from Carolina, who, yeah. honestly, like if I told you his name, you'd be like, I've never heard of that guy before. Right. Can you tell me the story on the other side? Of course I can. Okay, then let's do that. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Her name is Rio and she dances on the sand. Just like that river moving through the dusty land. Did I get any of those words right, Linz? Yeah, I think so. I think you did, but I'm not so familiar with Duran Duran. Duran Duran is a the great expert. band. Love this song. This is a great video, too. It is a great video. It, they were on like a boat, right? Yes, so. George, they were. They were on a sailboat, and they were cruising, and their hair was flying, and they had cool sunglasses on, and they looked dope AF, 80s style. You know they're yeah. at a Yamava, I think, like this week. Really? Yeah. I've I would seen Duran totally Duran not long. I've seen them a couple of years ago. They were still really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. And I've seen you on TV. How was that? The um, they have like a lot of good hits, and you know they had kind of that resurgence um, in the '90s too. Again, like they were uh, they were pretty, like they were pretty good still then too. They put out I want to say I don't know I don't remember what the name of the of the album was, but it was an album that had a number of hits, and they had taken off a long time if I recall correctly. I saw them a couple summers ago at a festival, and the place was jam packed, and everybody was singing every word to every song. It was awesome. Yeah, I could see you being more like a reflex guy. The reflex, flex, 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 flex. child. Yes, waiting by the phone. Yeah, <laughs> reflex. It's a good song. Or hungry like the wolf. I like hungry by the wolf. Because you like are the... always hungry. Yours would be more like thirsty like the wolf, though. I'm trying to really watch my diet, though. I'm starting. I'm starting to make some more conscious choices. I will admit that. Yeah. 
I will. Why don't you yeah. just start with like less calories? No, that's that's kind of part of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the healthy it's choices. It's usually easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got it. I do. Hey, uh, Chris also mentioned something else. He mentioned the word puritanical. Yeah. In that rejoin on a. Um, so usually we do live imaging Tuesdays around here, but Chris mm-hmm. is apparently too busy, so this is taped imaging Tuesday, and yeah. that it's still live imaging because he's doing it live in the sense of like real time. Oh, because you know live is lit, and taped imaging Tuesday is not. So well, I just wanted is, to make that is, distinction. Uh, what I would call real time imaging is what I would okay. call it. Okay. Also, gotcha. also I think part of it too is that Morales is not here to do live imaging Tuesday because you guys are also not here. So. No, that's actually not accurate. He told us days in advance he couldn't be here for live imaging Tuesday. No, no, he just well, said this uh, like yesterday. Also, it, it you know it, days in advance. The, the guy works a lot, <laughs> so if he wants to take a Tuesday here off or whatever, I'm good with it. Like it's okay. fine. All right, uh, but anyway, he did mention the word puritanical, and he's yeah. he's right. I didn't really yeah. want to stop at the moment and kind of you know get a definition. Yeah. Um, but what what was that all about? Um, it's just like someone who likes to like moralize based off like, a, you know, this religious belief, you know, like a lot of religions particularly, uh, are, uh, not all of them, but uh, a good chunk of them are very like, um, skittish about certain things, right? Like, and, um, making love or getting it on or however you want to describe it is certainly one of them. Yeah. Right. But I said the word sex and you said, we're I a said puritanical we all, I, show. No, I didn't say we're a puritanical show. I said I understand that, you know, um, you know, I, I'm not I'm okay with it, you know, because I don't live by these puritanical beliefs that uh, most people live by, oh, you know? Oh. Um that, you know, sex is bad or whatever. But like terrible. Yeah. But it's I bad. also understand that when you have little kids in the car, like I get it. I have little kids. That's it. That was all it was. Oh, you all right. Well, get all bent out of shape. You no, can no, say whatever you want. No, it was puritanical. I didn't know what that meant, you know? Oh. That's the point. Right. It's, a, you know, it's like stuffy, right? Like moralistic or whatever, you know? Okay, got it. Well, that's, that's not me. That's what puritanical means. Yeah, I'm the opposite. We, we do live in a puritanical society, though. Are you, would you not agree with that for the most part? Um, I would say that uh, there are some very uptight people out there, and they're the yeah. people that uh, when Janet Jackson had a uniform malfunction, they lost their freaking minds. Right. And, and again, if, if we really want to dive into this, like I, I, we talked about this during Crosstalk. I don't know if you were there that day, but you know, John and I and, and Mason were talking about I think you were there. Um, it might have been one of the days you were out. But we were talking about um, just like how the human body gets portrayed here in this country as opposed to other countries. Like when you're in Europe, man, like forget about just, I mean, obviously there's the beaches, right? And Ireland told a funny story about him and Lisa being in Italy. And, uh, and he looked at her and was like, Hey, what do you think? When in yeah. Rome? Yep. <laughs> and she was like, no, I do recall but, this conversation. Oh, there you go. So you were there. So then, um, I thought it was one of the days you were out to see Justin's game, but the, um, yeah, like it's it just, you know, here people have a different belief of that stuff. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't, you can go to the beach and be nude for all I care. I, you know, and also on television, it doesn't bother me. But to your point, you know, Janet Jackson, you know, the booby gate was a thing. It was a big do deal. You think, do you think that people would get upset if I put the picture out of me naked with the uh, three Mandys in front of me that you told me not to put out there because well, you could I, see I, that I was not I, properly manscaped? I wouldn't care, but I would just say that, yeah, you might cause some trouble for yourself and I might end up doing the show with somebody else in a couple of days. Jeez, really? I don't think so. I think you'd be fine, Cappy, because I feel like there's a lot of like influencers or like famous people, whatever they do, that are like... Instagram is like pretty racy. They don't let people show like 
any actual nudity, but no. But but what I'm saying is, if you look at the re reflection off one of the Mandy's, you can see his Mandy. Oh, I think as long as you edit that part, Cap, like you need to like blur it out. Which you I didn't know. Do. I don't know how to do it, man. I don't know how to do that. But I would tell I... you to send it to me, but I don't want to see that. So send yeah. it to like one, one of the guys here that's okay with that. <laughs> In the meantime, so I have go. one question for you guys before we move yeah. on. Yeah, because you had a thing about the Rams. Yeah, but George Sedano, let me ask you something. Yeah. Are you currently in the YouTube live chat, yes or no? No. Come on, bro. I don't care for the bro, YouTube Bro, get chat. involved here, will you? People are well, calling for you. They're, they're clamoring for you in the YouTube live chat. Okay. They I want you YouTube in there. They I, want I you in there. I don't have time. You do He's have even time. doing a radio show. I mean, I'm trying to do the show, which is the most important part, instead of just chatting on YouTube. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking. Okay. Over here. Perhaps maybe that's why, uh, you know, your performance may not be, uh, you know, what it normally is. Real, oh, you think I'm distracted, do you? I mean, perhaps. All right. Well, let me get you back to this Rams thing. The Rams did not make a trade. They did not. There was a report today from Sports Illustrated mm -hmm. that the Rams tried to make a gigantic offer, mm -hmm. including their 2024 and 2025 First round draft choices. Now, does this not sound exactly like the Lakers? Like the Lakers have been considering making a trade, but the holdup is they've got these two first round draft choices, 27 and 29, and they don't necessarily want to part with them for players that don't immediately make them championship contenders. The Rams, it sounds exactly the same. They've got two picks in the first round, 24 and 25. They were putting them on the table to get a player, George. Tell me if you know who this guy is. Mm -hmm. Brian Burns. No. You want to know who he played for? Carolina Panthers. That's right. Yeah. When was the last time you've seen a Carolina Panthers game? Uh, actually, this weekend. I saw them a ton on the Red Zone channel. Okay. Uh, with Andrew Siciliano? I, yes, it was with Andrew okay. Siciliano, mm -hmm. who was our guest yesterday. By the way, Kirk Morrison will join us in about five minutes. Great. Um, so, Brian Burns. You ask the average person who identifies himself as an NFL fan who is Brian Burns, they'd be like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Who's he play for? I had to look him up. Uh, former first-round draft choice out of Florida State. It was like middle of the first round. This is going back to, I want to say, 2019. Mm -hmm. I'm not suggesting to you that I'm scouting the way Les Snead is scouting. Right. I'm just telling you I never heard of the guy. And okay. according to the reports, the Rams tried desperately to make a move for a defensive end, somebody who can rush the passer. Yeah, they they need it. There's no question about it. Mm -hmm. So no moves but they made. Weren't able to, but they weren't able to make it work. Nope, could not. I don't know what Carolina's doing exactly. I mean, I mean two first-round draft choices in 24 and 25. Maybe they're thinking, nah, I don't, I'm not worried about then. I'm worried about a little bit more immediate. You, know, you guys got any 23s laying around? No, they got nothing laying right, around. Right, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but that's their issue, yeah. is that they, they have mortgaged the future. You know what I mean? Like, And this it, it worked, though. They got a championship. Right. Like, you can only complain so much if you're the Lakers or the Rams yeah, fans, No complaining. You know? No complaining at all. Like, seriously, if you're a Rams fan... I mean, I know. I mean, especially if you're a Rams fan. Right. Like, if you're a Lakers fan, you're, the expectation is you're going to do this, like, you know, forever... Um, and I understand that, but for the Rams, like you just got here like eight minutes ago. Well, not only that, but you won a Super Bowl by going all in in one year. And of the guys who were major contributors to that game, um, a lot of those guys, star of your offensive line, 
uh, one of the stars of your defense, a second defensive player that you know helped lead you right to the Super Bowl championship, even though he didn't play for you all season long. Not mm-hmm. to mention a wide receiver that was having an MVP caliber game, got right. hurt and hasn't been back and hasn't been heard from and hasn't been properly yeah. replaced, etc. Right. So. You got your championship, and you got it at home. You got to continue to celebrate that and then deal with reality, which is it's not likely going to happen back-to-back years. Correct. And, and by the way, it doesn't happen in back-to-back years for very many teams. In very many sports. Right. So it just is what it is. Take it and roll with it. Uh, we're going to roll with uh, the punches here, and Kirk Morrison's going to join us. We'll talk Rams. I want to talk everything with him. I want to talk trade deadline, Rams. Uh, I want to talk Raiders. I want to talk Chargers. I want to talk all this stuff with him because I feel like there's a lot to kind of nibble on today with the trade deadline today in the National Football League. So Kirk's going to join us. Uh, Obviously, he's a big part of the station, big part of our Rams coverage, and former NFL player, played for the Raiders. So we'll talk to him in a couple minutes. Softball game. He was. He had a big home run. Two. Almost. He. He. That's right. Two. He should have saved you, but you. uh, You. 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 You choked it away. You choked the lead away. Basically. That's true. That's true. Me and Kurt Sandoval did. Yeah. Uh, more you than Kurt Sandoval who tried no, to make no, like, no. a crazy Kurt, catch in this. Kurt uh, in Sandoval this is, field, but, is still dealing yeah. with. All right, we yeah. gotta go. Laura says yeah. we gotta go. All right, mm-hmm. what you need to know in between. Kirk is next.